When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek and Eric here. How you doing? I'm good. A little so, sad. Yeah, some sad news this morning because it really is the, the end of an era. Jerry Springer, the host of the longtime tabloid talk show that just absolutely dominated culture for... More than a decade, I would say. Almost 30 years. The show was on 27 years, and it was omnipresent for the better part of two decades. Uh, He passed away at his home in uh, Cook County outside of Chicago around 5 a.m. today. He died from, uh, we're told it was pancreatic cancer, maybe an aggressive form of cancer. And, uh, you know, he passed away. He was active up until the very end of his life. That show ran from 1991 to 2018, which is incredible. And then he had the Judge Jerry show. Yeah. After that, he had a podcast. He was... He was on The Masked Singer as the right. Beatle. I mean, Jerry Springer is such a cultural institution, and he sort of enjoyed the last few years of his life just being Jerry Springer. I mean, this is a guy who, when you walk down the street, would be serenaded with chance of Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. He's, uh, he's as mononymous as you can be uh, with a, a common name like Jerry. Right. If you say Jerry, you think of Jerry Springer. There, there were points for people who were maybe a little bit younger, and you know, they know the name. I think everybody knows that name. It's part of culture. But there was a point in the late 90s where in some markets he was beating Oprah. Unbelievable the show when I read was, that. It, was sort of the, it wasn't a reality show. It was no. a talk show, but it sort of kicked off reality like the, the it, ridiculous it, I, I married a horse episode and unbelievable catfishing like the whole catfishing thing we think started with that with you know neve and, and mtv but he was doing that before that yeah, the show was so big and and it's what's interesting to me is in 1991 when the show started they positioned jerry springer as this sort of new phil donahue he's a right. lawyer by trade he was in politics he was one time the mayor of cincinnati i mean he is a a pretty uh sort of uh, decorated or, or pedigreed individual in a lot of ways. And he wanted to do this, this sober show that was like walking up and down the stairs like Phil Donahue and asking questions on the topics of the day. They pivoted in 1994 to this sort of bringing out people with um, sort of problems. Uh, to Just tabloid them out. craziness. Tabloid craziness. There would be a lot of fighting on the show. Some of it was it turned out to be scripted. It really Chairs were flying. You could we, tell we it was some that. of it was scripted. We knew that at yeah. the time and it was just enjoyable to watch. It, it was became, like wrestling. It was like wrestling. It had yeah. a, it had that sort of element to it. And, you know, he was always there in his sweater. He wouldn't get into the fray. He wasn't like Morton Downey, That's who was another thing. tabloid guy. He was just like sort of observing. He said that he sort of just fell into the show, that he, you know, the, the head of the network came, took him to lunch and said, you know, Phil Donahue's done. You're taking over his show. Yeah. And he was like, okay. Yeah, sure. And just and tried he to figure gay. it out. And he, like you said, he was into politics. And that was sort of what worked about Jerry Springer and the show is that he always seemed sort of in disbelief like can you believe this is on television yes. like he was sort of this the the calm thing in the middle of this crazy storm just like he was the well, avatar for the viewer right. observing this craziness. He wasn't in the fray. He wasn't sort of no. high energy. Or the audience like did that, that for him. The audience would do it. They would chant and hoot and holler. He would do this thing called Final Thought at the end where he would have this <laughs> sort of like off-camera interview and just sort of uh, sincerely lay out uh, a sort of philosophical pearl and it would of wisdom. Always, it would always be like so him trying to be so rational and thoughtful about like – 
So this is what happens when you marry your grandmother. <laughs> you know? Unbelievable. Like, Do you remember he would end it with sometimes, take care of yourself and each other. And <laughs> right. after watching a spectacle where chairs were flying at people's faces, sometimes they would get bloodied up. Oh, I yeah. Mean, the show was so big and the fights were so central to it that you remember Steve Wilco, the the bald-headed, large the, sort of bouncer figure who would yeah. break up the fights, got his own show right. and was a huge celebrity for a period of time <laughs> as well as a spinoff from the Jerry Springer show. It was just gigantic. And but that's the thing. He somehow, to me, remained so likable. He like really he couldn't. Did. You know, people there were always think pieces about how Jerry Springer and it's it's horrible and ruining America right. and and maybe it did. Uh, but there was something about him that just always seemed like, yeah, I can't believe this. Yeah. You know, he just seemed sort of like such a down to earth person, very aware. Uh, I was he, up, he was a politician, and look, he had a bit of like Teflon to him. Right. There's a very famous story about Jerry Springer early in his political career, which he's owned up to. Uh, he wrote a personal check to a prostitute, and it became sort of this story that could have sunk the career of any politician. I mean, right. imagine that. You're, you're caught. Uh, well, it did sort of sink his political career. It did but... sort of. I mean, he was a city council member, and then he sort of leaned into it, and he was still relevant. He was getting like sort of... He was competitive in, in, in politics for a while, and then he pivoted to television, but it wasn't as, as if he ran away from it. He was not right. shameless in sort of this brag, brag yeah, 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 he doesn't way. want to talk about it, or he's like, yeah, that's a thing I did. It was a dumb yeah. thing to do. Yeah, he and, sort of understood it. He had a little bit of self-deprecation to it. And his political career, I didn't realize this until today, he never could have been president, though. He was yes. born in London. That's I right. didn't know Jerry Springer was not born in America. I mean, his parents were Holocaust survivors. They right. were, they, they, they fled, uh, they fled Nazi Germany. I mean, he had a very, very interesting life. It's very sad to see someone like this past, uh, you know, pass away because they are really a tether to a different era, right. um, but sort of presaged the current yeah, one we're in. Yeah, that's the thing. He, he is such a, a huge part of, of the last 30 years in the past, but it's so relevant to right now. So many of the things he did, we're still kind of in, you know, yeah. the, the comment on any social media post is basically the audience at Jerry Springer. You're just yeah. screaming and throwing chairs. Like, and, that's what it is. And a, as you said, like during during the rise and the run of the Jerry Springer show, there were countless think pieces in the New Yorker and the Atlantic about this being the downfall of American civilization and so forth. And he really became sort of the symbol of something ugly and dark in American culture. But I think what you'll see here is he did retain that likability. I he think did. as this death sort of like makes its way uh, through the news cycle, I think you will see a lot more positive comments and about how influential he was and not necessarily a lot of pot shots because right. Jerry was aware of it. He wasn't, it didn't seem like he was just cashing in on the base in instincts of, you know, the American psyche, it seemed like he was sort of observing this right. absurdity, right, yeah. along with us. He seemed a little bit removed, yeah. and was, yeah, he was never part of it, and I, it's funny, I read a, a, he did a podcast just last fall, so, and I don't know if he knew about his cancer diagnosis then, because I know it happened very quickly, uh, and he was asked if he thought he was the, the granddad of, of reality television, and he says, like, I think I ruined the culture. Yeah, and the, <laughs> he would say things like a this. A thing he said, things. this is sort of jokey, but it kind of just struck me this morning, he said, I just hope hell isn't that hot because I burn real easy. I'm very light-complected, and that kind of worries me. It's, it's, I like to think now that he's gone, he doesn't have to worry about that. I would hope so. I think that's a, such a fitting conclusion. Uh, right. Check out our a final thought. A final thought <laughs> on, uh, on Jerry Springer, Springer himself. So... With that, I would say go to our website. There's a there's a clip. We always do this in our death stories. As a final note, um, we put up the last time we saw a celebrity. Right. And what was interesting about Jerry Springer, I watched it on our website, and we got him outside, and he was obviously, uh, you know, very associated with Cincinnati. He was the mayor there. He lived lived in uh, lived near in the Midwest and so forth. Um, and we asked him about like, hey, what do you think about the Bengals? What do you think about Antonio Brown? And 
it often seemed like people wanted to get him to jump into the fray of controversy, and he doesn't. He, he's never that he person. He was like not that guy, That's even though he hosted thing. that show. He was always controversy adjacent, but was never really part of it himself. Absolutely. They were like, oh, what do you think of Antonio Brown, who was getting in trouble? He was a wide receiver, and he goes, you know, I'm not going to pounce on the guy. He, he has a very measured <laughs> measured right. approach. He said, look, uh, you know, until all the facts come out, I don't feel like I need to pile on. And then he got into his waiting car, and it was just so Jerry, and I think yeah. that's I think that's a side of him that, that was, people that don't was, for all the, realize. The, the wild situations that are on his show, whether they were real or not, he never really cast judgment. Yeah. He was just, okay, here's the situation. Yeah. Oh, I'll miss him. He, he's, yeah. he's an absolute institution. All right. Uh, before we move on to our next story, I wanted to take a brief moment to tell you about uh, this episode being sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Summer's around the corner. You want to bring the heat in the bedroom, Eric? <laughs> now you can increase I don't like your... <laughs> you saying that to me. Like, looking you in the eye, it's... Okay. Yeah. Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up. BlueChew.com. Take them any time, day or night. Uh, so plan ahead and be ready whenever the opportunity arises. And, and the best part about this is you can do it all online. So, you know, you don't have to have any awkward conversations with people or go to a doctor or, like, wait in line at the pharmacy. You can just do it all, have it shipped right to you. It's easy. Now, the big question is, does it work? You're ordering these things. <laughs> you want to know whether in the moment when it, things are going so well in the bedroom, uh, is it going to work? Do you think you even need it? Try it for a month and see. I mean, I think you're going to absolutely love this experience. Yeah, it's you know, they say there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can give you the confidence you need where it counts, when it counts. So Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover all your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TMZ at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TMZ to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right, so now moving on to a, a sort of, I would say, less consequential story, but an interesting one it's nonetheless. A, it's a big one, though. It is a big story, and it's sort of developing slowly and bubbling under the surface. Um, Glenn Powell and Sidney Sweeney... Uh, Two stars of a movie, two big rising stars of Hollywood. Glenn Powell had a great turn in Top Gun Maverick, Sidney Sweeney obviously on Euphoria and White, yeah, Lotus, White Lotus and so forth. So they're having a moment and they've been sort of very close on set. And there now have been rumors that this has upset their significant others who they're with. Uh, you know, Glenn Powell has a girlfriend named Gigi Paris or did have a girlfriend. Did. Uh, she, it seems like they're done now. Uh, yes. she, we, there were rumblings of this the other day that. She unfollowed Sydney Sweeney on social media, and it's like, ooh, that's a weird sign. Yeah, people now, were really reading into right, this, wondering it, and whether— And it seems like people have been willing this couple into existence. Maybe it already was. We don't know. But so now, amidst all the rumors and speculation, she's not only uh, Gigi Paris, his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, 
has not only unfollowed Sydney, she's unfollowed Glenn. Yeah. And then she did a post where it said, know your worth and on to the next. Yeah. So it sounds like this relationship is over. The timing is uh, very significant given yes. that it comes on the heels of all this stuff with Sydney Powell. And a lot of that was generated by just the way they were behaving in some candid photos. You know, you work together on a movie, you have to be close, you have to do, you know, love scenes you and so forth. You have to have chemistry. But there were also pics of them, uh, you know, off camera at the zoo, sort of hanging out. There's a certain look to Sydney Sweeney sort of gazing uh, lovingly or adoringly was, at yeah, Glenn there Powell. Yeah, there were red carpet photos where they're like, like swooning over each other, it looks yeah. like. Like there's there's chemistry and there's actors and then there's something's going on here. Yeah, and I always have some skepticism because they're also promoting a movie. Of and course. This is good to have headlines. It's good to have heat. It's good to have people talking about the two stars of an upcoming movie. So some people who are a bit more cynical, we've heard in our room, Charlie was saying, this is all an act. They're leaning into it right. so that you get these headlines and people go see the movie. I'm not so sure. Now his girlfriend has broken up with him. Right. What's going on in Sydney's life is she's actually engaged. She has a fiance, a guy named uh, Davino, Jonathan, Jonathan Davino. And there's a photo of him sort of walking her dog. So, you know, that photo seems to indicate that things are okay there. Sydney has has had her rep say, look, I'm still engaged. That's my fiance. Right. And this is all just tab tabloid fodder. Um, so they appear to be okay. Now it looks like Glenn Powell has broken up. I'm wondering if the next shoe to drop is something in this relationship. That's, That's obviously what people are we waiting for. We saw him for. walking away with her dog. We never saw him come back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. And I'll also no. say this is the thinnest proof imaginable. Of I course. mean, it is a photo of a man walking a dog and everyone's like, oh, their relationship must be swell. You know, I walk a lot of animals. It says nothing to be, nothing but, to my relationship. But you know, also, and, and, and again, like they've been together a long time, Sydney and her fiance. They're engaged. It's a little different situation than Glenn and his girlfriend. And so maybe, even if this is still not, if there's nothing between Glenn and Sydney, or if it was just for publicity, right. his girlfriend could have just been like, j just the conversation of it in the public is embarrassing to her. She might be like, you know what? We we don't we're not we're not married we're not engaged yeah this is too much for me yeah it could have just been too much she's a model herself and she said I I, I want out and uh, I don't like the way this looks maybe she was upset that Glenn didn't stamp out the rumors quickly enough right. because really what happened was we saw these photos people started rumbling about them and instead of nipping that in the bud they sort of let it play out a little bit because it's obviously it's, as I said good for publicity. it's good for the movie it's good for them like they're both. You know, up and coming people, like you said, he had Maverick, one of the right. biggest movies of all time. He wasn't the star of it, but he was certainly he was basically Ice Man Part Two. Yeah, he he's, it, that was a big come up for him. She is super hot right now with White Lotus and Euphoria, and this is that next level. That's what you always see with these celebrities when they're kind of on the cusp. Relationship drama gets them headlines, yeah, and then everybody knows their name. That's right. And That's this right. is a, I mean, being very cynical in Hollywood, it's a good career move. I Look, old Hollywood used to do this all the time. I brought this up. Judy Garland, the star of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> they tried to put her with Mickey Rooney, one of the rising stars right. of the 30s as well. And they tried to make them a couple. And like they dated for a little while, but it was it was purely a construct of the Hollywood machine and in that, large that's part. that's to the point of Gigi Paris here. That's why I don't know this is 100% proof of anything about Glenn and Sydney. Either the two of them are dating now. They right. fell in love on set, and that is the end of their relationship. Or even if it's just the rumor of it, She's just tired of hearing about it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be part of this like weird Hollywood rumor mill thing. And yes. she might be done with that. Yeah. I, I I wanted to date you. That was fine. But this is icky now. And then maybe she's just yeah. like, I can move on. She's a beautiful model. I don't know if you've ever seen her oh, yourself. Oh, yeah. She'll, she's she'll, going to have her she'll be all options right. in the world. I'm not I'm not too concerned. Don't don't lose any sleep over Gigi Paris. I mean, it's no. sad that the relationship ended. Um, but I, I can understand tapping out of this. Although she's a model, maybe... She, you would think she'd be a little bit more savvy about this kind of publicity, but maybe, but not, maybe not everybody maybe she's wants not into it. Even if you want to be famous, you don't want to be famous that way. I guess because so. especially in this situation, 
you know, if people are thinking, oh, he's dating Sydney behind his girlfriend's back, it kind of makes her look like a chump. That she's just like, oh, I guess my boyfriend's dating someone else. Maybe you don't want to be that person. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, I, look, I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested in playing this game. Goodbye. Right, and and you have to wonder whether Jonathan Devino, the fiance of Sydney, uh, Sydney Sweeney, will want to play this game for much longer. It sounds like he does. He looks like, like a, a kind of confident. They're engaged. Guy. It's a different relationship. Yeah, I think it predates. It. It's a, it's a more sort of, um, sort of stable and grounded relationship. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see, but uh, that'll do for us today. We'll see you guys tomorrow.